The Financial Times guides you through complex issues. In divisive times, don't settle for black and white. When you need the full perspective, turn to FT.com. Become a subscriber today. Search for FT subscription. Critical mass. That's what turns the smallest ventures into life-changing forces. Reach critical mass by joining Temenos Open Marketplace for fintechs. Opening up access to 2,000 of the world's largest financial institutions. Don't just take our word for it. Temenos Marketplace has just won Reader's Choice Best Emerging Innovative Technology Product and Service at the 2016 Banking Technology Awards. Join Temenos now. We make the money go round. Let's be honest, most digital banking experiences just aren't that amazing. Learn how more than 180 banks worldwide, including Barclays, Deutsche Bank, and BBVA, innovate faster with Strands as their trusted fintech partner. To find out more, visit strands.com today. Welcome to Fintech Insider Interviews. I'm Simon Taylor and I'm joined today by Rita Liu, the head of Alipay Europe, Middle East and Africa. So quite a broad range of stuff you cover there, Rita. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Thank you. Very nice to meet you, Simon. So we'd like to open the show by finding out a little bit more about where our guests come from, how they ended up in their current role. So tell me, how did you end up as the head of Alipay for Europe, Middle East and Africa? Yeah, I have been with the company for uh, more than six years now, and it has been a wild experience, you know, which brings me challenges, new challenges, new roles every day. And I joined Alipay in, back in 2010 in Beijing, and I moved around for for the company, you know, like three places in China. And then two years ago, as our global business were growing, I was, you know, sent by the company to London to, to start uh, the UK office. So that's why I end up here. <laughs> very, very cool. And is that what you imagined when you were a child, that you'd be working in Alipay? Or what did you want to be when you were little? Uh, no, <laughs> because you know, back when I was born, uh, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, there was no online payment or e-commerce, right? Back in China, it, in the past 30 or 20 years, China has gone through lots and lots of changes. I think, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a rock star. <laughs> I, I think in your own way, working for Alipay, you get to be a bit of a rock star. It's, it's, it's definitely the company everybody wants to talk to. Um, so, you know, Alipay has 450 million users. We talk about it every week on the show here on Fintech Insider. We're thinking of having our own jingle, Alipay does a thing, because you guys are so active and, and doing so much. But um, for our audience, just give us a quick recap. What is Alipay and, and what are your main lines of business? Yeah, it's a very good question because, uh, you know, in the beginning of Alipay, you know, history, I mean, back in 2004, when it was created to facilitate uh, the, you know, trans online transactions between buyers and sellers, it was easy to explain it's a payment gateway or a e-wallet, you know, what have you. Since then, in the past more than 10 years, uh, Alipay has, you know, evolved far beyond that. So that's why we group, you know, all the services into one, you know, umbrella uh, called, which is called and Financial Services Group. So we offer services more than payment, including wealth management, insurance, loans to our customers, but all through the interface of Alipay app. So it's very deeply integrated into people's uh, daily life powered by mobile technology. So you can, you can access all the services I mentioned on, on the, on the mobile app of Alipay. So, 
I guess, you know, we can define Alipay as many things. You know, we call it a global lifestyle super app or a financial services group, which empowers inclusive financial services. So, yeah, so we are many things. I could just say that. Indeed. Yeah. Well, and I think this is the thing. People often look at it as being just a payments business and actually they're missing, you know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more going on now. And it's interesting that the app became something that people used for payments, but then Unfinancial became this powerhouse that did credit scores and lending and wealth businesses behind it. Um, so talk to me about, you know, there's a growth story there, I think, in China that, that you guys have been right in the middle of. Um, why is, do you think China is such an exciting region for fintech and financial services at the moment? Mm, I think several reasons. Uh, first of all, I think, you know, uh, the traditional financial services infrastructure is not as advanced as, for example, UK. Just to give you an example, uh, you know, the infrastructure for card um, is not, has never been, you know, as, as advanced as, you know, like, for example, UK market. Now, you know, if you use card in China, it's still, you know, swipe and sign most in most cases. And contactless has not really taken off in China. So, you know, it's easier for new players to offer new experience, new way of experience to the consumers. As you know, the traditional uh, habit is not established that deeply into the consumer's lives. So yeah, so that's one of the reasons. And also I think because China on, you know, has gone through so many changes in the past 20 years, uh, Chinese are quite, how to say, tuned to new things. Uh, they are very willing to adapt new technology or new experience. That also makes it very exciting as a market. And also the large scale. The phenomenal scale. I mean, the numbers are just unbelievable. By default, your home market is uh, just enormous. Yeah. And it dwarfs you know, kind of Europe and, and North America combined makes one China. It's, it's, it's hugely significant. Um, but that also signals kind of where I was going to go with my next question, which is whilst you've had that tremendous success in the home markets, there's definitely been a global ambition. So talk to me a little bit about the global ambition. You know, it's the head of Middle East, Africa and Europe. What are your ambitions? to take Alipay to the rest of the world? Is it following Chinese tourists and helping them pay? What's that ambition look like? Yeah, so we, we actually have been active in the global market for, for a while, but it's all driven by our consumers' needs. So, for example, you know, we actually have been, because, uh, you know, Alipay is, um, you know, um, the most popular online payment option for Chinese buyers. So we have been actually distributing Alipay as a payment option for e-commerce pl players outside of China uh, since many years ago. And only until recently when, uh, you know, in China, mobile wallets has become an increasingly popular way to pay in the physical world and that, you know, is driving us to do the same in the global market where we follow up the Chinese tourists' uh, footprint in the world to enable the merchants to be able to offer the same experience our users can have in China while they travel outside of China, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why we have started to uh, to develop merchant acceptance in the physical world mm -hmm. to accept Alipay. Uh, yeah, so, so that's also following our consumers' uh, needs. And on the other side, uh, where you have seen that, you know, we have made uh, multiple investment deals, in, especially in Asia, uh, including, you know, Paytm in India, Ascend Money in Thailand, uh, that's also another way for us to grow into the global market where we uh, empower our local partners with our technology and know-how uh, to help them you know, build inclusive 
financial services in their local markets. Uh, so that's another approach we are taking in the global uh, so, so that technology licensing almost or, or, or technology empowering other kind of local regional representatives. And what's really interesting to me about Alipay is um, the financial business model of uh, payments as a wedge product to drive other financial services. I talk to a lot of banks now that want to become marketplaces, having looked at what um, Alibaba and Alipay has done as being kind of almost the model to copy. It must be interesting then that um, you find yourself in a position where now people uh, are looking to you guys to lead them and help them guide their growth of future businesses like like Paytm. It's 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 particularly interesting and a sign of I think uh, where the technology you've built because there was no infrastructure is now the infrastructure everybody chooses to use. Mm-hmm. There's there's definitely something very interesting there. Um, there was a recent headline about um, Amp Financial bidding for MoneyGram. Mm-hmm. Um, do you say this is kind of another example alongside Paytm? And do you think we'll see more of this in, in attempting to uh, kind of work with partners who have an established presence in local markets um, and empowering them with your technology? Do you think that's something we'll see more of? So yeah, again, it's uh, driven by consumer needs. You know, as you know, the money transfer is a pain point for consumers or uh, for customers in many parts of the world that, you know, it's not very easy or, or, or cost effective to make money transfer, I mean, outside of their local markets. Um, so the, the idea is driven by that pain point. And so we are thinking you know, about how to, how to you know, integrate you know, MoneyGram's network to our you know, network to better service our local users, you know, like from China or from India, mm-hmm. uh, from Philippines, to enjoy better money transfer services. Yeah, so, so, so it is, yeah, again, driven by consumers' pain points. Very cool. So what would you say have been your key lessons over the last sort of four or five years when you've um, been uh, looking at uh, global expansion? What have been the things that you've taken away from, from that experience? And, and also the other way around, what do you think other markets can learn from the China experience? That's a very good question. So, so you know, Alipay or Alibaba, the two groups, I think, you know, it has a DNA of, you know, being fast. And, you know, we think, you know, speed is a factor for success. Um, so in the same time, you know, uh, we are dealing with so, such a you know, complicated market and we're com- dealing with uh, such complicated environment. So, uh, so how to be fast but in the same time be effective? It's always, you know, I think a balance that needs to be achieved. But we do think, you know, um, that making mistakes is an important step to success. You need to allow for room of mistakes. Otherwise, how would you, how would you know, right? Um, but in the same time, yes, we need to think more structured uh, way to you know to to be more effective. So that I think you know that's uh, that's always a question where I mean we have in mind that you know how to balance that speed and in the same time a very structured way for our growth. All the markets can learn from China. It's hard to say. Yeah, I think you know China is very unique, as we already mentioned. It's large. And it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, like undergoing tremendous changes and the people are very adapted to, to new things. So it's a very unique market. I don't know. And I, I, I always say that, you know, we are, we are lucky to be in the market, you know, which can, can help us, you know, innovate so much and, and also have such a, such a big market to play on. How other markets can learn, 
it's hard to say. Yeah. yeah, It's difficult to suddenly get a home market that's going through one of the greatest um, rising middle-class generational shifts in, in human history. Um, that's not easy to, to replicate. But I think some of the uh, things that we say on the podcast quite often are um, that people should be looking east at least as often as they're looking to Silicon Valley for inspiration and technology, mm-hmm. if not more. And uh, the thing that's, that we talk about on FinTech Insiders a lot is the business models. Mm-hmm. Uh, the business models were what make um, Ant Financial truly unique um, and that people can learn from. So it's, it's really something that every MBA and business student should be, should be studying, in my opinion, is, mm-hmm. is, is what, it's, uh, what you guys are doing. Um, so uh, there's a couple of questions that we ask um, everybody who comes on our show. These are light and fun and friendly. So they should be uh, just uh, interesting for you. Do you have a rule you live your life by or what rule do you live your life by? I think is positive energy. Um, I think, you know, um, it's also something that, you know, I think the company really, I think, you know, I, I, I get that energy from the company and one of the quality, I think, you know, we want our people to be is tough. So tough meaning that, you know, Face you face changes, challenges, uh, failures every day, but you know you'll be able to to rebound and to think from another angle very quickly, and just you know be tough uh, facing challenges. And I think you know that's that's the rule I I want to live my. Being robust and durable is something that is definitely uh, undervalued. I think, and there's definitely something to be said for that. Okay, so uh, Rita, that was an amazing interview. How how can people learn more about Alipay and and the work you're doing uh, internationally? I guess you know we're in the news almost (laughs) every week, (laughs) so so that's a good good way to learn about Alipay. But in uh, going forward, we are also trying, you know, we're also building lots of, uh, you know, tools to make the world understand us better, like, you know, a new global website. Um, and, you know, we are hiring lots of lots of new people in the leadership team, you know, who can integrate the Western and Eastern way of thinking. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, you know, like one of these occasions is our way to really make people understand us better. Um, so, yeah. Very cool. Well, Rita, thank you so much for being with us on Fintech Insider. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you. you.